I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Your Business Boost podcast. Now, I have no doubt that you have probably heard the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And I also believe that it takes a village to build a business. So being a business owner can be really, really lonely. It is one of the most common pain points that I see. Running your own business is very different to working in a larger organization, which let's face it, that's where most of us come from before we start our own business. You know, when you're working in a bigger company, you've got workmates, you've got colleagues, managers, people to vent to, people that care about you, people that are going to pat you on the back when you do a great job, people who will, you know, commiserate you and mop up your tears when you don't. All of those things are really, really important for us as human beings. We are not designed to walk through life alone. We need people around us, sense checkers, supporters, you know, an understanding ear who's walked the path before us, someone who's willing to share their wisdom with us, support us through the agony and the ecstasy that comes from running your business. And um, look, I, I, I don't know about you, but I have got in- incredibly well-meaning, loving, caring people in my life. Um, Like, you know, we've all got them. We've got, you know, partners, parents, kids, friends who love us dearly, but they don't really get what it is like to run your own business. I had a really funny conversation this week um, in a business group that I'm in and um, one of the women who is an incredibly successful um, business owner. She's been running her marketing agency for many years now, and she told us that her mum still thinks that she's a typist. Um, So, you know, really, we need to have people in our lives that understand what it is like to be building your own business. Um, I know myself when I have those moments of connection with other women who just get it, it feels so good. I always walk away from those encounters feeling invincible. I feel like there is like, even if I go into those conversations feeling fantastic, but I always walk away feeling lighter, feeling more motivated. We are wired for connection and collaboration. And I personally see enormous value in that. And I want that for you too. So you really do need to, you know, when you're thinking about building your business village, You need to believe that there are people out there outside of your loved ones, okay? We're not talking about your your family and and 
friends here who, you know, that that aren't running their own business. There are people out there who are willing to support you. And if you haven't found them yet, I would ask you to keep an open mind and consider that they do exist. They are out there. Um, You just need to keep looking. And I'm going to share some tactics today that you can use to go looking for your crew. Um, I think one of the things that I found so refreshing when I started my own business, and I know I've spoken before about this, is, you know, I used to work in the television industry, which was incredibly cutthroat. Everyone was so busy protecting their own patch that they didn't have a lot of time or energy to be lifting other people up. Now, don't get me wrong, there were really good people in in that world. But for the most part of it, it was actually like a really refreshing change when I started my own business, when I saw just how many people were willing to help me, to share their experiences, to connect me with other people. And that continues to be my experience now, even, you know, five years down the line. Um, So you do need to be open to it. There are people out there who are willing and able to help and support you but you need to be open to finding these people and having them in your life because I promise you, your life will be all the better for it if you do. And introverts, people that class themselves, I shouldn't say class themselves, people who are introverts, you need this too, okay? Um, I, I don't believe that it is healthy to always be inward looking. When we run our own business, if we aren't connected to other people who are in the same boat, we're only going to know our way of doing things. And one of the most wonderful things that I get out of all of the people that I'm connected to is those learnings, those new ways of doing things, those new ideas. We need outside influence. The landscape in, you know, in just the way that running a business is, it's changing all the time. And we need to have our finger on on the pulse. Otherwise, we are going to end up being dinosaurs. We need to learn through other people's experiences in real time. It's um, I heard a really great um, turn of phrase, and I'm probably going to butcher this, um, but someone saying it's like we need to – people want to see you climbing the mountain. They don't necessarily want to see you at the top they want to see how you climbed the mountain, how you do what you do. Um, and yeah, I, I just loved that. It was used in a completely different context, but it's something that I think about a lot because so often if we are just resorting to um, watching people from a distance and not actually truly connecting with them. So things like, um, you know, um, social media, for example, and we're seeing, oh, well, you know, I can learn everything I need to know from watching someone's, you know, Instagram feed or listening to their stories or whatever. Um, but generally people are sharing with you the the aftermath of all of the hard work and all of the effort. So we want people in our lives who are 
going through stuff as we go through it um, so that we can learn from that um, and hopefully uh, not do things the hard way like they have. So how do you find your crew? What are some of the tactics that you can use to build up your own business village? So I think when we're looking at, you know, who is in our village, I think we need quite a, I guess, a cross section of people. So like I was talking about that journey up the mountain and, you know, getting to the top, I think we need people at all different points on that mountain. So if you start off with um, your business besties, so these are the people who are at a very similar stage of business um, as you are. So that, you know, they're technical, I guess you'd call them your peers, that you're going through the same thing at the same time. It's like your classmates at school, your uni mates at uni. If, if you were, you know, working in a big organization, they'd be your coworkers. They'd be the people sitting in the, the pod next to you. They're in the trenches with you. They are going through the same shit that you are right now. So if I if I think about my business besties, they are mostly people who started their business around the same time as me. Um, and, you know, we were sort of traipsing around all the networking events and, um, you know, we we're kind of going through the that process at the same time. Um, so, you know, this is, if, if you're thinking about, okay, so where do I find my my business besties? Um, it's, look, <laughs> it's kind of like dating, right? Um, you know, you, you need to put yourself out there. So, um, and by putting yourself out there, I'm thinking like, in a digital sense, there are so many online business groups. I mean, you know, they, they didn't, a lot of these groups didn't even exist five years ago when I started my business, or they were just kind of starting. I actually, I mean, I, I should have checked the dates before I recorded, but that massive group, like-minded bitches drinking wine, uh, that was in its infancy when I when I started. It was very very small, and now it is enormous. Um, business chicks have a great online um, group. There's there's um, so many online business groups. There's many that are industry related. Um, oh, Lady startups is another one. Like there's so many um, you you would know of if you don't know of them. Google them, but. Um, being active in those groups is going to potentially help you find your business besties. Um, the other thing that you could consider is um, just actually connecting. I, I mentioned before about, you know, you can't know the whole story just from following people on social media, but social media is actually a really good place to connect with people who are in the same boat as you, because you can tell from their Instagram feed or their, you know, their LinkedIn or whatever, what they're up to and and at what point in the journey they are, or you can get a good sense. And um, I know some, like I've got clients who met some of their best business buddies on Instagram. Um, so consider using this as a platform to connect with 
like-minded people. Don't be shy. Like I said, it is a little bit like dating. You have to put yourself out there and you might need to be the one to make the first move. But I know I've had, you know, I've had people reach out to me to connect with me through um, these platforms. And on the whole, it is a really friendly, lovely place to be. So if you are kind of watching somebody like, God, I really want to be friends with that girl. I really want to, you know, just reach out, like be genuine in your approach and don't be shy. Um, The next, I guess, the sort of the transition out of the online group world and into real life, I... Oh, I feel really strongly about the fact that I, I I just don't believe that there is anything better than in real life connection. Um, you know, I, the digital landscape is incredible. It's fantastic in terms of, um, I guess the the volume of people that we could potentially connect with, but in terms of the depth of those connections, nothing beats real life. So I. I know that I have I met a lot of my business besties through networking events as I mentioned earlier when when I started out and we were I was going to everything I was going to absolutely every event when we could go to events all the time um the business chicks does this so brilliantly but there are also a lot of smaller groups I know that most states in Australia have their you know, they have their equivalent of a, of a sort of a smaller business chicks. Um, there's also other networking groups like um, BNI is one that springs to mind. Um, there's so many of them. Find yours, okay? What is good for someone may not necessarily be good for you, but um, this is no joke. I reckon every single time I have gone to any real life um, networking event or business event, you know, if there's some like a like a conference or, um, you know, if uh, even like book launches, um, you know, going and watching someone speak, anything like that, where you have that sort of common interest. Whenever I go to anything in real life, I always always walk away with a new business buddy and a new client. I always get business from those things, but we're not talking about business building today. We're talking about building your village. And that is why I think it's so important to connect with people in real life. So find a way if you can. I know that, you know, when you're listening to this Sydney Siders, you are still in lockdown, but once you can find a way to step out from behind your laptop and connect with people in real life. Another place that you can connect with people in real life and find people for your village are co-working spaces. Um, again, a lot of people are not back at work yet, um, but I, I've made some really fantastic connections in the co-working spaces that I have worked at, um, where I work currently, um, my local. Um, so I was working from a place in the city, but now I work somewhere much more local, um, beaches co-working in the, on the Northern beaches of Sydney. They are, I think the masters at ensuring that the members stay really connected and they, 
they connect people to one another. It's really beautiful the way that they do it and um, encourage that as well as just as part of the culture there. So, I mean, it's not rammed down our throat. It's not like, you know, let's, you know, take up half the space with a table tennis table and, and you know, have a DJ on Friday afternoons. It's not It's not like that. But, they, you know, we have the occasional lunch together. They organise family days and things like that, and it facilitates connection. And that's what's super duper important when it comes to finding the people for your village. The next step up from these kind of, I guess, you know, there's not really a financial transaction with finding these business besties. These are people that, you know, like I said, they're more of your peers. I think you also need to consider, um, a some if you have the means to do so some kind of paid support in your business so these this can come in the form of masterminds or mentoring or coaching um i know personally my business grew like enormously when i joined a mastermind late last year because not only am I being coached by the person at the helm of that mastermind, but I'm also surrounded by other women who take their business growth seriously because we're all putting our hand in our pocket and paying for that support. So you're going to take that that really, really seriously. Whereas sometimes if it is, you know, a free, um, you know, networking event or whatever, people go there with different motivations, right? Um, But I think if you are surrounded by women who all, I guess, so we all have our own personal goals, but a mastermind is essentially people who are all striving towards something like a comp, something in common. Um, So that's what I love about being part of a mastermind. And I'm so glad that I did it because the growth in my business has been huge. And also I have a bunch of brand new business besties that are part of my village that I can lean on. And, you know, so fortunate that you know, they are wise women of such an array of talents and insights that I can tap into. It's brilliant. Um, someone else that you could consider including in your business village is a coach or a mentor. That's someone that you work with one-on-one um, who can really help you and support you and just be there for you um, at different stages of your business growth. There are coaches for everything, no matter what your uh, pain point is, or no, no matter where you feel like you need the area of business that you need support, there are um, coaches for that. There are also generalist um, coaches and mentors that have essentially walked the path before you and they have the roadmap and they know all the shortcuts and they are able to help you and guide you. I will just sort of have a little bit of a, I'm not going to go too mental on my soapbox today about this, but I will just say 
please do your due diligence when you are seeking out a coach or a mentor, okay? Because this is this is probably in terms of financial investment. This would probably be the the biggest um, investment that one on one coaching in your in your business. If you're looking for that person in your village, um, this is probably where you would be looking to spend the most money. But it's also where you can get the most let down and feel um, like. Uh, potentially that person just doesn't get you. And again, coming back to that dating analogy, you might need to kiss a few frogs before you actually settle down with your ultimate mentor or coach because there has to be a connection. It's not like when you're in a group program um, or, you know, you meet someone at a mentoring event and you, you know, catch up, uh, sorry, mentoring event, a networking event, and, you know, you catch up for a couple of times, you know, a couple of times for coffee and you feel like maybe, I don't know, that they're, they're a bit of an energy drain or you're giving more than you're getting or whatever the case may be. With a coach, you absolutely need to feel like they have your back 100%. But the other thing that you need to look out for is you need to be absolutely certain that they know what they're talking about. And I know you're probably going, well, McCarthy, Michelle, that, that's really obvious. But can I just tell you that I am all, I am often on the receiving end. I get the aftermath of um, when people um, hop into bed with another coach or mentor or whatever it is, and they um, they are unable to deliver on their promises because they've actually never done that before. The only business they've ever worked in is their own. Um, they're you know teaching how to build a million dollar business, only working ten hours a week, and you'll be able to do this before November. It's like it's a load of shit. And I, like I said, I see this, I see it, I get the fallout, I get the disappointment from people who have been burnt by people in this space because it's not regulated, right? It's not like, um, you know, lawyers and accountants and finance people, like, you know, they there are a lot of bells and whistles and hoops that they have to jump through to get the letters after their name and, and all of that sort of thing. You Anyone can call themselves a coach anyone. So I implore you to do your due diligence just like you would if you were going to marry someone. You're not going to just, you know, hop into bed and then live together forever. Um, you need to do your homework. So check them out. Um, and there are lots of ways in which that you can do this, but it's not just reading the sales page on their website. If there are, you know, if there are testimonials on there, if you know someone who's worked with them, reach out, ask them, what was your experience like being coached by that person? Um, especially if their, if their price point is very high. And again, you can, you can have coaches who will coach you for a hundred bucks an hour. And there are coaches who will coach you for $10,000 an hour. But just because they charge $10,000 an hour, it doesn't mean that they're the best ones. It's not like the bloody wine list in the restaurant, okay? I'm going to get off my soapbox because I could um, go on and on about this all day, but I'm just begging you, please be careful who you hop into bed with. Um, 
I guess something that I would like to mention about the, the coach, mentor, person in your life is that you also want you want someone who is going to stretch you, okay? I think when you it's so often um, as business owners, we deliberately don't have a big village around us because we don't want to be questioned or called out. You know, it's a big reason that people work for themselves. It's like I don't, I'm not going to, you know, get take shit from anyone else, and I'm, you know, I'm going to do things my way and all that. And yes, that's you know, that is absolutely fantastic. But I again question how far you can grow on your own without anyone there to give you that accountability. To, um, you know, who's not going to, who's going to not take shit from you, who is going to make you do what you said you were going to do. I think, you know, that we avoid it. It's a natural instinct. But those all-seeing, all-knowing people who are going to call you out, um, you do need those in your life because that is how you are going to grow. That is how you are going to stretch yourself and step out of your comfort zone because if we stay in our comfort zone all the time, if you know, if you are happy where you are forevermore, then good luck to you and that's, that is absolutely fantastic. But if not, if you want to keep building your business, if you want to be successful, if you want a sustainable, long-lasting business, then you do need someone in your world who is going to push you, who's going to stretch you. And they cannot be your like your lover, like your life partner. They can't, that, that person is not this person. You, it needs to be, um, almost transactional, really. You need some, you know, a paid person that is going to do that. Um, uh, Janine Garner, if you, if you, if you know of Janine, she has written a book. Um, it's called Who, it's called It's Who You Know. And she, she, that's, she talks about, um, your, your network in that book. And in, she has these different sort of archetypes of the the different people that you need in your network. And this person, the one that stretches you, it's called the butt kicker. These are, these are the people that are going to keep, keep pushing you, holding you to account. We do need that. It is a little bit tough, lovish, but we do need one of those people at least in our, in our business village. So as I said, just like in a regular village, we want to ensure that there is a nice cross section of, you know, the different types of of people that I have mentioned. You don't need to have absolutely all of them, but you just what you want, I guess, is like a nice blend of supporters and advisors. So those supporters, your buddies, your cheerleaders, you know, that, that you see that quote on, um, on Instagram, you know, um, be, what is it? Be around people who will mention you in a room full of opportunities or something like that. You know, it's a, it is a, it's heavily pushed on, on Instagram. I seem to see it like multiple times a week, but it's, it's an, it's an action. Like we want to be, um, supported by other people who will mention us in a room full of opportunities. That's what you should have in your life. So like I said, cheerleaders, connectors, promoters, whatever you want to call them, those supporters are really vital to your 
business village, but you also need to have advisors. You need people who have got the lived experience because as I said earlier on about that trip up the mountain, we need people that are ahead of us on the mountain. They have the wisdom and the insights so that we don't do things the hard way because business doesn't need to be painful. So if you have room in your life for an advisor in your business, in, you know, in your business village, I should say, um, get in touch. Let me know. This is what I do. This is what I do in my one-on-one work. So I am the wing woman to many, many wonderful women. I work with them providing practical advice, tailored solutions. I help them take their businesses to the next level by overcoming the operational challenges that come from running their business. I have their back. I'm like the second brain in their business. And I really, really care so much about the women that I work with. And I would love to support you as well. So if you are curious, if you've sort of wondered, if you've been listening to the podcast and going, I wonder what it would be like to work with Michelle, get in touch and we can have a chat. I would love to support you as well as the other incredible women that I am currently supporting. Um, So yeah, there'll be links in the show notes notes, but just drop me an email or DM me on Insta, however you like to communicate, but I would love to support you. And of course, when you get me, you also get my village and my network of people as well, which is really exciting. So I will leave you there, but please think about who you can have in your business village. You do not need to go through this roller coaster ride of business life all by yourself. Um, Have an amazing week, sending you lots of love, and I will chat to you next week. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon.